truth. You got to protect fields better. You got to protect that kid better. Knowledge. We've got to be able to tackle unabashed honesty. These kids, they're believing, they're buying in. Here we go. That's the guy that has to make it happen. What do you expect from legends? Ham and OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Ham and OB show starts now. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it does. 41-10, to 10, Lions over the Bears, a franchise record now ninth consecutive loss. And not a whole lot of good to say about this game. It was one of the worst games to, to watch, I think, this year. It just didn't seem very competitive from the Bears' standpoint, and it was, it was over uh, pretty much in the first half. Dan, before you start, I just, folks, I just want to jump in and start the show out by saying this. I can promise you for the next two hours, for the next two hours, Dan and I will take no prisoners. I guarantee you. You know, OB, you're you're correct. This is, uh, you know, when Matt Eberflus was hired as head coach, you know, obviously there was uh, a lot of excitement, uh, you know, a new, uh, a new era, a new direction, a new leadership. Ryan Poles, he came out and said, this is where we retake the North. And that it was his uh, kind of his battle cry as we went through the offseason. Danny, was, you got a coaching staff. They don't know what the hell they, they're they doing. They can't, they, they, they can't retake the locker room after the game. They, they don't know what they're doing. And you They know, don't, folks. And the, the real sad part about it was, you know, every game is an opportunity. And either – you're going to make a statement and show that you have a certain desire to be not only competitive but have a will to win, and that's what this. It's professional football. It's not high school. It's not college. It's professional, and these guys they're paid a king's ransom at positions and the head coaches and everybody making a fortune, and it's unacceptable. This is this this was a pathetic product that we saw today if i'm the owner if i'm george mckeskey and i'm trying to hire a new president i I would say hey we're going to stop everything until we get some things understood here this this will not fly this is not acceptable and from the game plan from both sides of the ball to the execution to the receivers jogging through routes to not throwing it in the end zone at the end of the first half all these different things they are a part of the statement and our statement today was of losers losers we not only got our ass kicked we went down without taking a shot or swinging back and this is unacceptable and you know what that wasn't you know the 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 mighty patriots of tom brady or the dallas cowboys and their this was a, a detroit team that is scratching and clawing and finding ways to win they've won seven of their last nine because they want to win we look like we didn't care about winning made me want to puke and i gotta tell you the real sad part about it was we didn't get our, our first half. We're down 24-10 at the half. Okay, we talk week after week after week. How are we, we going to make adjustments and find a way to scratch and claw and fight and get back in the game? We didn't get a first down until 6 minutes 48 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. It was beyond belief ugly, ugly football. It, will, it cannot stand, and I'm telling you, if Eberflue, all of them, they all have to atone for this. Danny, I, I, you know what? I'm, 
I, I'm just going to wait to hear and see what this guy Eberflus and and if Getzies, if they even get him up to the microphone, I'm going to tell you something, folks. I've been around for a long time. This game, this game, is one of the worst games I've ever seen coached, and for the players. And you started to see it then. They started to get a little lackluster. Either they didn't believe in what they were going to do today, offensively or defensively, or this team is as bad as I really think they are, both coaching and players. Folks, this is the 16th game. You know how many yards we passed for the first half? Not yards. Seven. Seven yards. You know how many yards we passed in four quarters today of football in the 16th game? 30 yards. 30. Do you know how hard you got to work at that? To throw for 30 yards in four quarters? I tell you what, I, I have so many notes, and one note is worse than the next. And if I was to give this coaching staff a grade... A grade. It would be M.I. And let me tell you what M.I. in my little world means. Massive incompetence. That's our coaching staff. That's what you saw. Today, you saw it last week, and you've seen it all year. They don't have these kids ready to play. You tell me. Really, you people that, that follow this game and watch it like offensively, you know, if it's second down and nine yards to go, what kind of play? You got some kind of idea. Do you see what they do? Play after play, quarter after quarter, game after game, and we've only won three games in 16, and we have a franchise quarterback. And what we're doing with Getsy, the main thing that gets in my crawl, all they're doing is is designing plays for our quarterback to run. We have two halfbacks that we pay millions of dollars to do to run the football. We've got an offensive line that's supposed to block for these running backs. But yet, Getsy's designing plays for our quarterback who should be passing in the year 2022, excuse me, 2023. My God, how bad was it today? And I'll go back. That's their great MI. Massive incompetence. 312 981 7200 is our telephone number. We're going to get to some of your calls here. We're going to take our first time out. Lots of uh, numbers to get to here, and uh, none of them are very good. 4110 Lions over the Bears. Ninth consecutive loss for the Bears. We'll take our time and out. That's a record. Yes, it is. Franchise record now, unfortunately. Uh, Happen OB sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Back with your phone calls next on WGN. Fields looks to throw. He does. Wide open is Komet. And he takes it in for a Bears touchdown. Another opening drive score for Chicago. That's your Bears highlight right there, courtesy of Fox. Happen OB sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. 41-10, Lions over Bears. And in the very first series, you're thinking, okay, maybe we, we, we got our stuff together and we're going to be okay. Nine plays, 75 yards with a nice pass to commit, score in the right edge of the end zone. And then it, it, it's like the whole thing collapsed. And 
Again, what you're talking about, OB, and let's get to the phones. Hey, this offense, it's almost like it is back asswards. We are trying to figure out ways for our quarterback to break a defense down, and then we'll try to implement other parts of the offense after that has been established. And that ain't the way it works in this league, folks. Danny, great statement. All right, let's get out to the phones, 312-981-7200. We start off with Mike in Rockford. Mike, you're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Uh, happy New Year, you guys. What a great way to start the New Year. Um, listen, I'm going to tell you guys something. Uh, I've been listening to you guys a long time. Respect both of you as players in, a, in, what, in what I would say was once a great organization. Uh, the McCaskies took this inherited team from, uh, from Mr. George Hallis, one of the football greats, founders of the NFL, and they flipped this organization upside down. And, and I bet you if, if you saw, you know, I, I, guys, I'm telling you, this is so pathetic. And, I'll, and I'm going to go wide. I'm going with the owners with this. And I know we're going to talk about the coaching. I'll get to that in a second. I don't, I, guys, I, I can't figure this out for the life of me. Justin Fields had, I, I believe he had some swelling in his arm or his hand or whatever uh, earlier in the week. And there was some question whether or not they should just sit him for the rest of the year. And I'm watching the play calling. And I'm thinking, what is what is Luke Getze doing? Is he paying, paying, being paid to get this kid killed? And how are we going to know how he can, you know, be productive as a passer if the play calling is such that he doesn't throw the ball down the field hardly? And uh, guys, it's, we are in garbage time. This team's going nowhere. They're playing for a number two pick, possibly. Mike, and I can't get. I, I just can't wrap my head around it, guys. But you know what? And even when the Bears jump out to a lead, every single time, the defense is so terrible that they don't they don't have a lead very long, and then they're always playing from behind. But they're running the ball, and there's talk about David Montgomery. Well, are they going to keep him? Are they going to let him go? Are they going to re-sign him? And well, you don't need David Montgomery. You got Dustin Fields as your running back, so you don't need him. So let him go, I, I, guys. I mean, I'm just disgusted by this. Mike, 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 thanks. Yeah, Mike, thank you. And and, and you, everything you said is correct. Here's the thing: there, this game, I cannot believe the 16th game. They send in more running designated running plays for this kid than designated passing plays in a passing league. Let me say that again. They send in more designated runs today than they have all year that I can see. Instead of designating passing plays, we passed for 30 yards today, folks. 30 yards. And we're sending in plays for our quarterback to run. And again, which I mentioned, we have two quality running backs. We have a tight end that we very seldom. There's so many other things that we could develop on this team, and we do nothing. We do not develop it. We don't. You know, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the the big question marks about Justin Fields, and, and especially in this game, and certain things that happened during the course of of this ball game. But I got to tell you, I mean, your point, I think, Mike, is if he's got swelling, he's got a shoulder problem, he's got a hip problem, and then you're calling running plays that only compound those injuries yeah. in the early stages of the game. Then what are you doing? What are you doing? Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. The number, Randy, and from Shorewood, you are up next with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hey, right, Happy New Year's, guys. 
Um, so this game really exposed the truth for me. It's been a thought of mine for the past few weeks. I know previous callers have thought this as well. These are professional coaches. We're in week 17. The only way it could possibly be that bad with these NFL coaches is if they're trying to get a good draft change. They want that number one pick. There's no way they can coach that bad and have such a terrible game. This is Detroit. The Detroit Lions. The only way it could be that bad is if they're playing for a draft pick. It's unfair these players who want nothing more to win start the new year off because they've been losing all year. But the only way you lose 41-10 in my eyes is if you're trying to lose. And that's I really think that's what was going on today because there's no way the coaching is that bad if these are pros. Randy, the coaching is that bad. The coaching is that bad. Let me let me tell you something, folks. And and you know, I, everybody has injuries, and the one that really kind of jumps out at me is the fact that DeAndre Houston Carson is is playing free safety, and he has no business playing safety in the NFL. He's he's god awful at tackling, at forcing, has no physicality, his coverage skills. He, he's playing scared, and you know what? It doesn't take a genius for the opponent to figure that out and then start attacking that you know th- that position. And I, I, I'll just tell you, you know, for our coaches, not in in week seventeen. For us not to be in a position where we could put a player in that would give us a better chance tells you these coaches they're they're they are really really struggling. Danny, I, it, you know what? Ju- it just jumps out at you. You got game planning, okay? If the passing game going, like what can we do to make it do better? And you have to figure that out before the game starts. And if it's going bad, then you've got to implement the plan that you can go to B or plan C or something to make it work. My God, instead of sitting there and for four quarters, what the hell are you doing? You're sending in plays, designated running plays for our quarterback. When you threw for basically seven yards a quarter in today's game. My God, folks. I mean, come on. You know, one of the basics of any offense is you got to protect your quarterback. If you can't do it with five offensive linemen, then you keep a tight end or two tight ends or a fullback. You have to find a way to buy enough time for the quarterback to function. And they got him running plays. And, 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 and you know what? Braxton Jones is getting his his can handed to him play after play, and we never even try to bring a tight end and chip and get that 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 one problem st- solved. I mean, it's it's it's, and then when you don't get that solved, then the second, third, and fourth issue pops up. That's how you get run out of a stadium. All right, Danny, why why again? Why wasn't there play action? Why why wasn't there move the pocket? Even Jonathan why? Vilma, the the color guy who was lame, yeah. f- said it in the fourth quarter. He goes, uh, you know, J- Jared Goff is using play action in the bootlegs. Why aren't the Bears doing it? Right. Even he figured it out. That's what he said. And what have I been telling you people week after week after week? My God, we do have a running game. We have two quality running backs, and we don't even come with common sense plays. What can you what can you feed off of a good running game? Play action. Rollouts, sprint outs, bootlegs, naked bootlegs. We don't even run one of them in four quarters. Game after game after game. I've never seen a coaching staff like this. If you think Nagy and those other guys were bad, this guy has overtaken them. 
He has overtaken them. I'll try to get one more in here before we got a break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Let's get out to Patrick in Chicago. You're up with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? This this game was was disgusting, and I got a couple of things. The defensive line, they're useless. Useless. Each of them are probably making about $10,000, $8,000 for the game, and they stand there. They don't do anything. They play like they have roller skates on. They're pathetic. And Eberfoss, I'm starting to wonder about this guy. Really? Really? You needed to play this quarterback after he got banged in the head like that? You still play him? What, do you need to see blood coming out of his ears? Is that what it takes? And then I got something about from McCaskey. How long is he going to sit there and watch his quarterback get the heck beat out of him after the whistle? Head to helmet comp there. Doesn't do anything. No penalty. What He slides. No penalty. It's about time he grew a spine and stood up to the NFL at a press conference and said, I'm tired of the referees letting my quarterback get slaughtered out there. Do your damn job. But no, he doesn't say anything. Oh, it's not his way. What's his way? Get a stretcher ready for the kid. No matter what happens, he gets hit all the time. And the offensive line field should take back the grills he gave him. Take him back. You don't deserve him. You don't even deserve to get on the plane. The whole lineman should have offensive and defensive linemen. Walk home. Walk home. You played like garbage. You didn't do anything, but you collect a check. It's disgusting. And uh, I don't see any future. Yeah. Can you dump 25 guys off this team for next year? I don't think so. All right, Patrick, thanks so much. We appreciate so. the call. Yeah, you appreciate know it. The problem is Detroit's so close they could walk back and be back <laughs> at the practice facility tomorrow. <laughs> That's the problem. That is the problem. But you're right. I mean, that was a slaughter in Motor City. All right, we got a break for the news here. 312-981-7200 is your phone number here. Hang in there, callers. 41 to 10, Lions over the Bears. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Fields under pressure, takes off, picks up the first down across midfield. Still going, Justin Fields inside the 20, down to the 10, and finally brought down at the Lions' 8-yard line. Courtesy Fox Sports, Justin Fields with a 60-yard run. Part of his 132 yards on the ground. Happen to be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. A lot of folks have been patiently waiting to get their thoughts here on the air. Let's uh, get right back to those callers. And we'll uh, talk to Mike. Mike, you are up here with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, I can't believe I'm on the air. Uh my dad, he passed away two years ago, and he had you guys on all the time. Hearing your voices reminds me of him. Thanks for having me on, guys. Well, Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I mean, you had a great Christmas and good New Year. Um, you know, I, I don't, not you guys, but my friends and other people, I don't want to hear any more criticism of Jake Cutler after the statistic I heard today of what he went through. Oh, my God. I knew it was bad. And it's that bad now with Justin. I mean, what? What? I mean, what? What are they? Justin Fields to me is a once in a lifetime athlete. We got it here, you know, like a Walter Payton, Devin Hester, like a stick of dynamite that's just you know you can unleash at any time. They're going to wind up ruining this kid, and they're, they're going to have wind up ruining one of the best athletes to come through here in a long time. And this has been going on through multiple coaches. Multiple coaching staffs have come through here. The last decent line we had was, I think, under Lovey Smith when we went to the Super Bowl against the Colts. Well, two things. Number one, okay, and we know that 
you know, we've got a lot of issues. We don't have, you know, you know, any uh, belief in what we are trying to do on offense, and it's it's obvious. You know, when when Getzey was hired, he in his press conference he said, you know, rhythm and timing is the basis of this offense with the wide zone, and then of course the play action, all the different things. And Never uses it. Dan. What have we seen at less than ten percent of the time? There, there, there is no rhyme or reason to any of this, and unfortunately, the fact that you just made is a is a, a truth that he is an exceptional athlete that can pull it down and run sixty yards and break a defense down. But there's going to be costs that come with that, and it's going to be you know, like Ob said. Oh, he's going to play fifteen years. He's not going to make it through this season. So all that being said, there there are so many problems with this offense, the way it's currently constituted, with the certain players, the offensive line, and Luke Getze trying to call plays. All that being said, this is an offense that should be so much more than what it is. But like I said, in the second half, we didn't get a first down until six minutes and 48 seconds left in the fourth quarter. How how bad do you have to be against the worst defense in football to not get a first down for 25 minutes of playing time in the second half when you're down and you need to be able to score and move the ball? And w- So I'm just saying, there. yeah, we got one more game, but I mean, talk about a total overhaul. And you know what? The bad part is, of this equation is Justin Fields is will be maybe looking at his fourth offensive coordinator if they do make a move with Getze. And I don't know if they will, but for what you see will be – with this kid, with his abilities, and to be the dead last in every passing category, you can, I don't know how he can come back, Getsy. I don't know how you can bring him back. Well, let me tell you, you just one of the things you just said, Dan, Detroit, folks. Now, again, 32 teams in the league. Detroit is the worst defense in the National Football League. Okay, and this is the 15th, uh, excuse me, the 16th game. The worst. They're the absolute worst. You know how many yards they put on us? 507 yards they put on us. They have the worst defense in the league, and we pass for on net 30 yards. The worst defense in the league, the Detroit Lions, the team that you just saw. We pass for 30 yards in four quarters, and you think... We don't have a problem with our coaches. You think we don't have a problem with the players that are on that field? You, How embarrassing does it get? The worst defense. And we could only throw for a net 30 yards? Back to the callers we go. 312-981-7200. Mark in Broadview, you're up with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Hey guys, um, happy new year before I lose it. Um, <laughs> but I would like to say, I got two comments. One's about Justin Fields and the other is the roster. And when I watch this team, it's like I feel like I'm riding the red line and I get hit in the head with a 40 ouncer. I mean, the, the, Justin Fields, he had a bad shoulder and he got it injured again in the last game. And they're going to design one place for him. And then 
you the roster, you want to look at players for next year, and it, it's like how many passes they go to Claypool. To answer your question, one, it was with uh, three or four minutes left in the game. And he supposedly was your bona fide number one receiver, and we do not isolate him and try to get him the ball until the game is essentially completely over. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, I like to say something. And and, and Danny, and this is like the question for you. Justin Fields, been here basically two years, okay? Won two games last year in the season. So far this year, he's won three games. Okay, and that's part of the win and loss record. That's one of the ways of how people look at quarterbacks. What is their record? You know, can they elevate a team to a win? Back to the calls we go. Let's go out to Dave in South Florida. Real, real, real quick, yep. I, okay. I, before we get to the yep. call, we got a minute for you. Just hang on, guys. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to go out into the water, and I don't want I, I don't want to get in trouble here. But I'm just telling you, he had a little bit of time in the pocket, and. It was like, I don't want to say he was concussed, but I mean, he was not making quick decisions. And I don't know whether it was, you know, getting popped early in the game, kind of, you know, fogged him up, but he was not making, and and a lot of it has to do with our, our, our worthless receivers were jogging and not really running the routes and nobody was open and he couldn't throw the ball and then he was getting people on him and then, yeah, I'm just saying, don't be shocked if he comes out this week and it comes out that he may have got lit up and was playing and didn't have his you know total faculty. Danny, quickly here. I told you That's before. That's what it looked like to me. I told you before on this radio station here in several weeks. The kid, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that he cannot recognize and read defenses. And number two, if he can't, he find, he knows where his primary receiver is, and he starts to look for the second one. And you saw it again today. I pointed it out to you, Danny. He's confused. He can't find. He was looking, and he took off, and he started running, folks. Those are my two things. Yep. He cannot read defenses, and from what I see, he cannot recognize where his second or third or fourth receiver is. And that's when you see him go helter skelter, and he takes off and starts flying. That's not how you win in this league. All right, Dave in South Florida, you're up here with Happen OB. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, guys. Uh, I've been calling you guys. Uh, thanks for uh, being there, uh, having to deal with this nonsense uh, we call a Bears game. I've been calling you guys OB since the the, the pathetic uh, Eagles playoff debacle we had with uh, Trubisky. And this, this, to me, was the worst performance I've seen ever from a Bears game, and I've been watching Terrible. since 85, 84 years old, since 80, 1984. Listen to this stat, OB, and you're going you're gonna to appreciate these two stats. I was, I was listening to Tom Thayer on the call with Jeff Joniak. Uh, the Bears have given up five times 200 yards plus rushing. We haven't done that since 1959. 200-plus yards rushing five times in NFL games. The second stat I want to bring to your attention, I don't know how many minutes exactly it was in the third quarter. We had exactly 11 pass attempts. We're not going to win any NFL games with that. And it goes, I know you guys are professionals. You guys have been athletes. I think, and I, I, I really think, 
that these guys are throwing games. I think these guys are tanking. I think they're getting the information from the GM to tank these games because they don't because uh, Poles is not uh, uh, Fields is not a, G, uh, a player that was picked by Poles. He wants to go to a different direction than Fields. That's my belief. I, I you know I just I'll take your comments up the air. Thank you. Happy New Year, guys. I appreciate you all. All right, Dave. Take well, care. Well, Dave, in the passing game, quickly, you know, he was we uh, completed seven passes in twenty attempts, so that's five passes a quarter. You're going to lose. Period. Forty-one ten, the final Lions over the Bears, who have now lost nine consecutive games. That's a franchise worst. We're going to take a timeout, come back with more of your phone calls. Hopefully hear from Matt Eberflus as well from uh, Detroit. And we'll bring those comments to you here as well. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Folks, he's back. Longtime sponsor nationwide agent Jeff Vukovic is Vuk. back. For all your auto, home, and business needs, contact Vuk, Vuk. at JeffVuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. Every game is a challenge, but the best way out is always through. Chevy Silverado 2500 and 3500 HD are built for a challenge, and Silverado HD is there to back you up. HD stands for heavy duty, and that means up to 36,000 pounds of towing capacity to haul, tow, push, and pull whatever you come up with. They are the big boys. Now's the perfect time to use your $500 Chevy Red Tag bonus cash to get $1,000 total cash allowance towards the purchase of a new Silverado HD pickup. You work hard for your money, spend it smart. And never forget your local Chevy dealers there to keep your Silverado running right with factory-trained technicians and GM-certified parts. They can save you time, money, and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. When it comes down to the wire, Silverado HD meets the challenge. Calling the big boys. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and bring your A game. Hey, football fans, are you looking for Chicago's newest, most exciting restaurant and sports bar? Then come to Tavern on the Point in Edison Park. Enjoy outdoor dining, a spectacular rooftop garden, and the best lunch and dinner dining experience in Chicagoland, along with an amazing weekend brunch. Savor Tavern on the Point's unique American comfort food and drink specials. Catch college and pro football, baseball playoffs, and more on 35 large screen TVs. Tavern on the Point on Northwest Highway in Edison Park. Tavern on the Point, always on point. Hi, it's Mr. Fix-It, Lou Manfredini, and a few years back, I needed to make a change in the way that I felt, the way that I looked, and I needed to improve my overall health. Seattle Sutton's Healthy Eating Meals were recommended to me, and in total, I lost 39 pounds, and I'm maintaining a 30-pound weight loss. I feel great, I sleep great, my blood pressure and cholesterol are great, and I have Seattle Sutton's to thank. There are no gimmicks here, no contracts. This is not a fad diet. There are no apps or counting calories, just good-for-you, delicious, healthy, and honest food. Now, it's easy to get started. Give them a call today, and they'll deliver fresh, never-frozen meals that are dietitian designed and executive chef prepared right to your door. Just heat and enjoy. You can be healthier and happier in the new year with help from Seattle Sutton's Healthy Eating. Don't go on a diet. Go for sustainable change. Eat healthier, feel better, and lose weight. Call them today, 800-442-3438, or visit seattlesutton.com. Clement took the snap, tosses it back, and Fields picks up a first down and more. Finally tackled at the Lions' 21-yard line. Fields gains 31. 
Capital B, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. 41-10, to 10, the final. The Lions over the Bears. Before we get back to our calls, and if you're on hold, please stay there. We're going to get to you before the top of the hour, 312-981-7200. We want you to hear some of the commentary from head coach Matt Eberflus following today's game. On offense, I thought the offense did a really good job to start today. You know, we are uh, have done a good job with that first drive um, all year long, and uh, they continue to do a good job today with that. Uh, again, they, we converted on a third and 10 with that DPI. Um, and then we had the uh, obviously the big chunk play with Justin, you know, Cole Komet tossing it to him. I thought that was a good play design. Uh, did a really good job there. And then we converted on the third and two, you know, for the touchdown. Um, you know, the next drive we ended up getting a field goal. That was also good. So we started out there. Um, defensively, didn't start out good enough. You know, we uh, end up uh, getting that fourth and five, um, you know, that DPI um, where they got the ball down there on the on the one yard line. So again, I thought that was a good play. It was a good, uh, a nice job looking back at the ball. We'll see where that is. I got to go look at the tape on that one. But uh, you know, so that's where that is. But uh, you know, and then you know, we sustained some injuries today. You know, that's uh, it's a little bit unfortunate. Obviously, uh, you know, Tevin had the neck. You know, he was out, so that hurt our interior line a little bit. And then Schofield had the knee. You know, so you end up losing two guards in there. So that, that hurt us a little bit. Um, Jalen uh, Jones had the concussion, you know, out with the head. And then Pettis, just an update on him. You know, he was uh, – it was a head injury initially, but he was cleared through percu- uh, uh, concussion protocol. But he was sent to the hospital precautionary. You know, so he's at the hospital right now. Just the, you know, had some blurred vision and all that. So he's, uh, you know, just sent there as a precautionary measure. So that's where he is from there. Um you know, and again, this again, the second half it wasn't good enough. You know, we didn't come out in the second half, play good enough football. Uh, we didn't do the uh, get the takeaways like we had the last couple weeks. You know, so we got to do a better job there. And we turned the ball over. You know, so when you lose the ball there, um, and you lose the line of scrimmage there, so you know, in the running game, they they're able to run the ball. We weren't good enough running the football there. So um, those two things are are one of some of our goals, and uh, we didn't get that done today. All right, we'll get to some more of his comments as we move along here. Yeah. And that one drive you mentioned where they converted on third down. He made a point of that. What about the other nine times, Eberflutes? You didn't convert on third down. You were three of 12. Why didn't you talk about that? All right, back to the phones we go here. 312-981-7200. We'll go to uh, John and Lamont. You're on with Hapno B. Go ahead, John. Hey, just want to make a comment about Justin Fields. He reminds me in many ways of both Gail Sayers and Leslie Frazier. He's immensely talented, but the Bears are going to overuse him, misuse him. As we used to say on the playground back in the 60s, he's going to get creamed, and that's going to be it. So I think the Bears need to get a quality uh, backup quarterback and get them fast. That's it. All right, John, thanks. That's a good analogy. I like that. He's right. As far as I'm concerned, well, and and, and you know what, I, it, I hate to say it, but it's it's almost criminal not putting him in a position where he can succeed. It's almost like we are calling plays that Luke Getzey, you know, is drinking coffee in the morning, you know, comes up with thinking, oh, this will be good, but but we all know that everything that Justin Fields can be able to be right now is because of his his amazing ability to you know move and make plays and getting out on on play actions and bootlegs and different things that's the sin Danny. well i was watching out of the corner of my eye the the giants they got a, a rookie head coach 
Uh, Brian Dable, they, they win a, their game today and they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. And if you remember, we, you know, we played them early in the year and we had a bunch of critical mistakes in the fourth quarter. Valus Jones fumbles a punt. But, I mean, they're, they weren't anything exceptional, but they're playing better and better and they're utilizing Daniel Jones in much the fashion we need to be able to utilize our quarterback. And yet, we're not, it's, as you like to say, OB, it's right there in front of, yes, it of is. Getsy, and yet he refuses to utilize this amazing talent that Fields has. And, and unfortunately, keeps putting him in the pocket where we have no protection, then he gets, you know, mauled, and then it's just, it turns into a free-for-all. And it's, it's ridiculous, and it's almost criminal. 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. Let's get back out to the calls and say hi to Ron. Ron, you are up now with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Uh, Matt Earfield is sitting after the game on his defense. Uh, uh, we have to ex- ex- execute better. We have to tackle better. And the defense did a nice job forcing some punts. Uh, what did Mike Dick say after a game if the uh, defense defense gave up 504 yards? What do you say? Oh, we have to try better. My guess, you couldn't put it on the air. <laughs> well, and, and, and again, obviously, you know, the Eberflus will never be a Ditka. Nobody will. But, but the one thing about Ditka was there was a certain criteria that we all had to meet. And yeah, we got beat some in the early days, but it was, you know, it was nothing like this. This is unacceptable. He took over a lousy team. Yeah. Yeah, well, but you know what? We had we had a lot of the core guys, right. and, and this team doesn't really have those. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I I don't like Justin Fields, you know, Dauber being down all day, and and not you know when he was run out of bounds down at the goal line. Remember, he leaned up against the camera and kind of made some kind of a, a you know a facial expression. Hey, that's where you, your quarterback he's. He's the spark plug of the offense, and you want him, uh, you know, in, in, involving everybody and, and 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 encouraging and all the and, and anyway, Justin Fields could be so much more with a Sean Payton or somebody that has a brain and that knows how to use him, and obviously Getzey is completely in over his head. Danny, real quickly before we go to callers, right, well, because right now, as far as I'm concerned, you can't bring him back. You think he'll bring Getzey back? I'm talking about Eberflus. I don't think there's. I I, I I would. I can't believe he would. But but you know how things go in the NFL. Yeah, good old you, boys. You know, good old boys. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a shame. The whole thing is is a, a damn shame. All right, Robert in Austin, Texas. You're up with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Robert. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, Happy New Year. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. Uh, I have a, a new definition for the hits principle. Horrible, incomprehensible, thoughtless, and stupid. Um, Pretty good. Uh, this uh, this the coaching staff has just demonstrated throughout the year that they just don't have the capability to be uh, leading an NFL team. You're correct. Uh, before the de- before the defense, you know, declined rapidly, and I think it's due to a you know, large part uh, polls uh, trading Broquan Smith and getting rid of. Uh, uh, Quinn, I know they were overpaid, but they were good players, you know. So that's another discussion. Looks like he already decided to tank polls, but you know, if you look at all the if you look at all the boxes you need to check to be a successful NFL coach, from game planning, 
you know, a strategy to come up with a plan to attack the enemy's weaknesses offensively and defensively, to take away the opponent's uh, strengths offensively and defensively, um, you know, and just addressing problems. Like, for example, you know, pass protection has been a problem all year long. Why don't you make an adjustment and keep a tight end and a running back in the block to help give Fields some protection? Oh, you know, or like you've been saying, OB, all year, bootleg, roll out, get him out of pocket. You know, and then on, on defense, they're rushing the ball down your throat for 200 yards the last three games. My gosh, you know, you got to bring eight men up in the box, safeties, bring the strong safeties up, and try and stop the run. But you don't see any adjustments at all. So every box that you really need to check, you know, is there's no check marks for this coaching staff to be a successful staff from what I can see. And, and if you look in Denver, they just fired their first-year coach. I think he was the offensive coordinator from uh, Green Bay. Right. Yep, Hackett. And, and they got rid of him, and he admitted the coach last week that his team was not prepared to play last Sunday. All right, Robert. I mean, we got we got to move for, for the news. I appreciate the call, man. Well, Thanks, Robert. Uh, you know, I there's a there's a lot of reasons why the defense has collapsed. You know, Eddie Jackson was a part of it. He, then Jack Sanborn goes out; he was a big part of it. And then Jalen Johnson's now on IR. So the, your three best players aren't on the field, and it's going to leave a mark. All right, time out for news, and then we'll come back with more of your phone calls, 312-981-7200. The Lions over the Bears today, 41-10, to the final. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Hang it hurts to even say it. Yeah, nine consecutive losses now for the Bears. We'll get back to your calls, 312-981-7200. Right now, time for the news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. I'll have to look at the tape. You know, I think their pass rushes are, are pretty good. I think uh, they did. I felt like they had, you know, pressure inside and also pressure on the edge. Um, you know, had that one series where they had back-to-back sacks. Um, but uh, it just felt like they were collapsing the pocket pretty good, and uh, I think Justin felt that. Head coach Matt Eberflus following the 41-10 loss by the Bears to the Lions. Let's get our defensive player of the game here, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hamps player of the game is Justin Jones. And it was nice to see somebody from the defensive line contribute and get in there and, and, and kind of mess things up a little bit well he had six tackles he had a sack there in the second half and you know at least he was trying and it, it's it's not enough we need a lot more all right we got a lot more on the phone lines here and post uh, some folks have been waiting very patiently we'll get out to them right now we'll say hi to russ in palos heights you're up with happen ob go ahead russ thanks for having me legends uh fields has uh, played quarterback at high school college and pro level for two years now, and he still can't throw them a chain moving seven to ten yard pass. Fields is more uh, uh, Debo Samuels than he is uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's my point. All right, Russ. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, and a lot of that has to do with the design schematically of certain pass plays. Now, we have a uh, somebody that is got the, the the title of passing game coordinator. His name is Teak Tolbert. Teak Tolbert. He is the wide receiver coach, passing game coordinator. Now, why don't we have seven yard outs when it's third and five? Why don't we have quick slants like we see everybody in the league? It's the easiest pass for a quarterback. We we don't even do the simple 
base level, you know, uh, concepts just to keep the chains moving. And how can this guy keep his job? I don't know. Well, you know, you, you just look at these stats right here, Danny. Uh, in rushing, as a team, we rushed for 200 yards, of which Fields was 132 of it, okay? But we rushed for 200 yards, okay? Where's the difference? It's always been from week. Where is the glaring difference? Why are we keep losing and losing and losing? Okay? Very simple, folks. They rushed. Now I'm talking about our opponent, Detroit ran for 268 yards as a team. We ran as a team for 200. We passed for 30 yards, folks. They passed for 239 yards. They passed for 209 more yards than us. Henceforth, that's how you get slaughtered. 30 yards we passed for. They passed for 239. You break it down. Where's the difference? They passed for 209 more yards. And obviously ran 68 yards more than us. And you think we don't have a problem? And you think Fields is the answer? I'm telling you, I don't think Fields is the answer. And and there's nothing that can sway me away from what I've seen from week to week, and especially the last half of this season this coaching staff getting these 53 kids ready to play a game from week to week, and they have not fulfilled their job. There's, there's two plays that, that Justin feels, and, and this, this should be under the, the category of common sense. When he was, you know, he was scrambling out of the pocket, and he was holding the ball out, and he was close to the line of scrimmage, and he got hit from behind and forced a fumble. Now, there's, there is, you know, that, that's inexcusable. He has to protect the ball. And, and he, how many times do you have to tell him or have you told him that you can't do that? And the second one is what, five seconds left in the game in the half and, and they don't even rush anybody, and he throws, you know, an interception on a check down instead of throwing the ball into the end zone, hopefully getting some kind of a P.I. And not I'm, one receiver was in the end zone, Dan. Okay, that's Not one of our get, receivers went deep into the end zone, which was only, I don't know what, 40, 50 yards, whatever Something like that. That's where everybody should have just took off for the end zone and he'd throw it up. But, I mean, these are inexcusable mistakes that at some point you've got to hang them on somebody. That's what we're talking about, the coaching staff. That's why I'm down on them, Danny. It's all the, the big things. Good and reason. My God, and all the little things, they all count. And the pick was by a defensive lineman, too, at that point. Yep. 312-981-7200 is the number. Back out to the phones. And Tom and Bartlett, you're up next here with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Hey, guys. First of all, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to both of you. Um, I've got two Bears jerseys that I wear and one of them is number 34, and the other one is number 99. I've awesome. been a season ticket holder since 1983, and I've been a head coach for youth football for 27 years. Wow. So aside from, yeah, so aside from everything you guys are saying, I agree with everything. There's two things that really pissed me off today, and I apologize for that word. Play calling. Number 70, Braxton Jones, was pushed backwards the entire day, which was horrible. But number 36. On defense, I want to know what Danny and Obi think about his effort today, and that was disgusting. 
I watched it back on my TiVo, on my TiVo two and three times, a couple of his efforts on tackles. And if he was playing on my 13-year-old football team, he would never play that position again. And it just infuriates me to see my Chicago Bears playing defense like that. And well, I want to know what Danny thinks about that and OB about that. Tommy, Danny already jumped all over him. But go ahead, Ben, Dan. At the, at the beginning of the show, I said, look, yeah. I feel sorry for the kid. He's He has been a, a valuable special teamer. Now he's forced into action. He has no business playing free safety. He's He's... I mean, where do you want to start? Yeah, and you know what? Unfortunately, in the coach's eyes, he gives us the best chance of being successful. Now, at some point, you got to say, no, Elijah Hicks or somebody else needs to be in there because Houston Carson cannot play. 312-981-7200, the number. Let's get one more in here before we have to get to our next timeout. Easy for me to say. Jeff, out at Arlington Heights, you're up here with Hampton OB. Go ahead. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Uh, I go back to the early 60s watching the Bears play at Wrigley Field. Um, I think that the incompetence of the McCaskey family and Ted Phillips the last 20, 25 years have gotten the Bears buried in such a deep hole that it's going to be five to eight years before they can become competitive, maybe. And the other, my other comment is because of their incompetence, every time we have a new regime in, the new regime the new regime has absolutely nothing the cupboard is bare and the organization doesn't give these new regimes anything really to work with and guys thank you very much that's my comment all right jeff thanks well, yeah jeff thank you you know what you go back to our last our general manager who was here for 7 years who personally in my opinion and big man i'm talking about dan hampton to my right i'm going to tell you what dan that guy as, and I've been born, raised here, went to Proviso High School, University of Illinois, lucky enough to play with the Bears, et cetera, win a world championship, et cetera. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I have never seen a guy destroy, and all I can talk about is the Bears, single-handedly destroy a team. Single, in seven years, what this guy did with the draft choices and the trades – is is there? There are no words. Oh, I could put words, but you couldn't put them on the air. What I think about that guy, he totally destroyed this team, and the McCaskies let him get away with it. All right, we're gonna take a time out here, and we'll get back to more of your phone calls at three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred after the Bears lose forty one to ten to the Detroit Lions here this afternoon. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Everybody's frustrated. You know, we're getting blown out. Like, just, just just call it what it is. We're we're getting, you know, we got punched in the mouth. Everybody, you know, everybody feels that way. But, you know, we talk to them. I talk to them like, you know, that's not going to do anything. That's that's not helping anybody. That's just, you know, spreading everybody apart. You know, we need to be here uh, for each other, stick with each other, and, you know, fight. Bears quarterback Justin Fields. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Fields, uh, the play of the game today, game day is Guac Day Bears fans enter to win amazing prizes at game day is guacday.com. Good Foods Guac available at Jewel Osco. We do have some more from Justin Fields following the game today. Let's get to that here on Happen OB. Oh, okay, we don't have it yet. All right, we'll get to that in just a second, guys. But uh, interesting commentary right there from from Justin Fields as well. Well, I mean, that's what he's got to say, you know. But rather than say, hey, we got to, you know, rally around and all that, do it during the game, you know. 
when you don't score and, you know, there's a reason somebody missed a block or, or you know, somebody drops a, a pat. That's where you have to kind of confront and say, hey, ain't good enough. 312 981 7200. We'll get to that field stuff in just a second here. Let's go back out to the phones quickly and welcome in Bill from the north side of Chicago. Bill, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hello, guys. Yeah, I just wanted to say what I saw today. I saw a team that quit. There they you did go. not play hard. I don't think they care. I don't think it bothers them to lose. That's that's what I see, and I see it I've seen it many, many times this year. No one, no one's held accountable. I'd like to see somebody get angry. I'd like to see the head coach get up after the game and say, you know what, we stunk today. We played terrible, and I'm going to hold these guys accountable. Hear that. Well, we a great drive. All right, Bill, we're losing you there. Sorry, we'll, we'll put you on. We'll see if we can get back to you, but uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, well, I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And, with, and I, I had what a, Bill's saying. I had a text from my pal Lonnie, and, and he said, you know, Eberflus is talking like, hey, ain't no worries. Uh, hey, it's, uh, you know, we got a box lunch on the plane going home, and hey, we'll, uh, we'll get a paycheck, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, practice tomorrow. And, like, nothing really happened. Something catastrophic happened out from noon to three o'clock today and if he doesn't understand that then i don't know how much of a future he has in the nfl you know my my phone has been jumping off the hook too with uh, i got jeff fook is calling in from i think he's still in arizona <laughs> and george lamb paris who owns the palace grill he's been texting me and they're they're, they're all they're all truly and really upset i mean the great bear fans but they're expressing their opinions, and all their opinions are, I mean, there's what good is there to say? I mean, it's week after week, and today, I'll tell you what, how bad, how bad, big man, could this get today? And guess what? They met the challenge. The coaching staff and the players met the challenge. They stunk it up, pal. You know, the, the part of the uh, the game that really got me was how Detroit came out, received the, the second-half kickoff, and they clowned on us. There was a 35-yard run right up the middle, and then they ran a reverse for 40 yards. Then they scored, and it was almost like they knew, hey, you know, easy easy gig. Hey, here's our uh, our seventh win in the last nine games, and we did nothing to try and turn the tide. It was, it was bad. You know, I, there's, there's certain things, folks, that, that they don't do well, okay? One is the passing game, all right? And the other is I, which I harp on, which I think is so very important, is that third down conversion. And again, just go back to the last today. Three times we converted out of twelve. Nine times we failed. The week before against the Bills, twelve times we failed. Ten we only converted on two. The week before that, the Eagles, thirteen times we only converted on five. If you just take that stat alone, folks, you are not going to win the football game. And if you do, you had to get some miraculous tips and fumbles, recoveries, and whatever to win. Because when you don't hit those numbers, and you don't even get to near 50%, you are not going to win. And that's been going on all year. All year, folks, we have failed to convert on third down. All right, we're going to hear from the uh, quarterback here, Justin Fields, and then we're going to get back to your phone calls at 312-981-7200 after the Bears lose today, 41-10 to to the Lions. 
anytime I get to play this game, um, I don't take it for granted. Anytime I get to play, uh, I want to be out there, no matter who you know who it's with. And you know the fact that I know that my guys are fighting for me, um, and they know that I'm fighting for them. That's the all the motivation I need. So, to be honest with you, I don't care what the scoreboard is. You know, if I have the chance to go out there and play, I'm gonna do it every time, and I'm gonna play. You know, my hardest. Sometimes first down, I'm getting pressure. I'm trying to make a play out of nothing. And, you know, I take a, a take a sack for six, seven yards, and, you know, we're now sec- second and 15, so I can't do that. Um, and then, you know, they, they got b- back there pretty fast today, um, you know, on some plays, so we just got to be better up front. You know, they, they know that. And, um, you know, it, it, it just starts with me. So um, I just got to get better for my guys and, you know, uh, keep keep working, keep going. They're not going to, you know, kill me on the inside. I mean, it's it's simple. You, you learn from the mistakes and you, and, and you get better from it. I mean, you know, it's, I'm not the type of person to just be like, oh, like this and that. Like, I'm, I'm just not that type of person, you know, mentally, um, spiritually. Um, you know, I've, I've been through tough times before. So, you know, my only response is, you know, just to keep working, keep getting better, keep learning, keep growing. Not many teams in this league are, you know, going to fight the way we did. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting really passionate, but it's just like every drive, we were getting blown out. And, you know, like, I don't care what the scoreboard is. We're going to go out there. We're going to play our hardest. And, you know, they, they know that I'm doing that. So, I mean, of course, going back on Chase, you know, he's passionate. But just just has to learn how to, you know, control those emotions and keep them inside and just know what's going to, you know, be best for the team. All right, Justin Fields. You know what that some answers there. there. I have one word for What? What? <laughs> Jesus. You know, and, and I – just like I said a minute ago, it's almost like Eberflus feels like he doesn't have a certain evaluation pro- uh, process that he has to live up to. It's almost like Justin doesn't think he has, you know, oh, well, we're going to try hard and we're going to work hard and I'm Great there point, for my Danny. guys and, and all that. He, he doesn't need to fall into that trap. He he needs to he needs to challenge these coaches and, and, and tell them that what his abilities are they're not they're met, the play calling and the and the schematics it's not matching up and it's the end of his second year and we're going into a situation and I don't know if these quarterbacks coming out of the draft next year are even worth you know the first second or third or fourth pick or whatever we're going to have but we need to know without a shadow of of a doubt that he is the guy. You don't think he is? No, I don't. I, not, I'm steadfast on it. And what, what what I saw today, I'm I'm thinking, you know, like I said, there's just some simple things that he needs to be able to not only process but you know accomplish, and he's not doing it. And you know, I, I, I something is uh, really out of whack. Let's get one more in before we have to uh, get to the bottom of the hour news. We'll go to James in Wisconsin. You are up with Hampton OB. Go ahead, James. Just questions for uh, Brother Obradovich. I wanted to ask this for quite a while. Uh, Dan is just too young. He's practically a child. Uh, he's a hollow man, and he, uh, as, as uh, Mr. Horning would say, he's the, the best-looking bear since uh, – uh, <laughs> number 67, but uh, be that as it may, Ed, is there one guy on this team that could make your 63 champion team? I'd ask uh, Dan, but he wasn't even born. One guy that could make our team that's on this team? One guy. Not one of them. I agree. We were world I champions. Agree. We lost one game. 
I know you were. I watch you. I uh, go back to uh, uh, Ed Sprinkle. I go back to Ed O'Bradovich, Eddie Brown. Uh, and then you had a uh, you had a dentist that played end. I mean, it, it was. And then you had we had the great Bill George at middle linebacker, Doug Atkins played the, the other end, played the right end. We had Mike Ditka at a tight end. I mean, we had some phenomenal football players. And I'll tell you what, we were ready to go every week, just like Danny did when he played. You knew who you were, you knew how good you were, and you would not accept defeat. We would not accept it. And we took care of business and practice from week to week to week. We did. It's just a fact. There's a whole difference. And when I played on a team that we won one game, the quality of the people, well, I mean, it was a night and day difference. Night and day difference. It wasn't even close. So to be a world champion, not only that, you got to think like one, you got to act like one, and then you got to perform like one. That's what you have to do. All right, we're going to take a break for the bottom of the hour news here. Then get back to your calls. If you're on hold, please stay there. Hang Three, on, we'll get to you. 312-981-7200, the number. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. Hot round, hot round. Who brought it today? Looking at which bear played tough, played hard. So, who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. We have been searching and searching and searching, and we have come up with nobody. Nobody brought it. Have to give it to the bus driver. The one that's taking them to the airport. Yeah, Uh, to get them out of town. Uh huh. 312 981 7200 is our phone number. Bears lose 41 10 to the Lions. You know what? Just let me say before we go to the callers quickly if I had to pick one particular play, and this is kind of a silly kind of a thing, but if I had to pick one play which shows where we're at, in the 16th game of this season, okay, with this with this with this coaching staff, and it's the last play of the first half, okay. We're somewhere we're at Dan. We're somewhere's around the 50 yard line, give 47 or 47 or something. 40, like that. Yeah, something like that, folks. So we, this is the last play. So we send everybody out, okay. We kept the five offensive linemen in. But our opponents dropped their defensive line, their linebackers. They dropped everybody back. Now, there's only one plate that would work, and it, it works doesn't work all the time, that's for sure, is you got to flood the end zone. And then you got to throw the ball into the end zone. Not one, folks, of our receivers or running backs ran down into the end zone and turned around and waited for Justin Fields to throw the ball up. Not one receiver, not one, made it into the end zone, and that's the only play that works from a tip ball or whatever. And to me, that one play that those coaches didn't, couldn't execute through the 11 players out there and couldn't make that play happen, that's where we're at, folks. And we're going to call that our game-changing moment, brought to you by the Mullers Auto Group. Game-changing moment right there. Uh, an ugly play to end the first half. and uh, it, it, It's incompetence. Yeah. That's what it is. It's incompetence. And, you know, this character named Tyke Terrell, uh, Tyke Tolbert, he's that, 
you've got a whole chart full of you know last second plays or two point conversion play. All these we don't even we didn't have a play that that would enable a receiver one, let alone four or five going not to one the of end them zone. went to the end zone. Dan, not one. That's my point. It's not one, folks. Not one. Not one of our receivers or running backs, whoever was out, and they all were out in the pass pattern, and our quarterback is running around and trying to throw about a seven yard out. Come on, you got to be kidding me! That that one play that I, I tell you what, I have a hard time digesting that play. Back to the calls we go. Steve in Chicago, you are up with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that what the Bears need to, to motivate them is not a new stadium. They need another team in the market to force them to be competitive, like maybe the Giants and the Jets or something like that, because otherwise they're like passengers on – if Southwest Airlines had no competition, they could just remain incompetent and say, hey, you know, you get there when you get there. But so uh, I just think that the, the Bears, because they know they have a fan base that's basically trapped – uh, you know, they can just – has there ever been a team in the history of modern football on a two-minute two drill ran two quarterback plays, quarterback running plays, took that they had a chance to win the game? A two-minute drill in the last 25 to 30 years, can anybody find out if there's ever been a team that ran two quarterback plays running the ball when they had a chance to win the game that didn't try to advance down, downfield? No, I don't know how you'd find out. But, you know, I, I go back to the uh, the second game of the year up in Green Bay. We uh, fourth and in inches, and we, we try to run a quarterback sneak out of the shotgun. I mean, I, I, you can't make this stuff up. I know. There's, Steve, to, to give you, there's so many things. And if you went back over the past, what, uh, 16 games now? And I tell you what, one week to the next, some stupid story tops the one the previous <laughs> week. It's unbelievable, and it keeps on going, babe. Have it all be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Let's get out to Ken. Ken, you're up with Happen OB. Go ahead, Ken. Oh, happy New Year, Dan and Ed. Ken, um, yeah, right I back got a lot to say, but I don't have a lot of time. But um, two championships out of the last 74 years. This is the worst team I've ever seen the Bears have since uh, Walter was here in 75. Um they better get defense on free agents and draft, and so they can put some pressure on the quarterback. Uh, it doesn't matter if they play stupid, because you know why do they have fair catches inside the ten yard line, four, five yard line again. I mean, they've lost what eight straight to Green Bay again. Really? I mean, come on, man. You, you're going to keep doing this? I mean, well, I don't know. I'm just done with a lot of stuff with the Bears, man. Well, Ken, what right, happened Ken, today, today, just along and, and the way your thought process is going, we just set, because the Bears basically started the National Football League, what, about 102, 103 years ago, whatever, all right? This team, under this coaching staff, just did it, pal, in the history of the Chicago Bears, which is the history of the National Football League, okay, we just lost our ninth straight game, which broke the old record of eight. Nine, this coaching staff has accomplished. 
you know this and i, I gotta it's tell hysterical. you and i i want to be positive and I, I, I upbeat but i gotta tell you i i'm getting shades of the mark tressman era where we gave up back-to-back 50-point losses and he was run out of town dan how how is yeah. it in, a, in last play before the ago. first half you don't even try to score just that one last play where there may be interference or whatever and not you don't have one receiver even going to the end zone it's in let alone that quarterback not throwing the ball to the end zone i mean you can't make this stuff up and and, and eberflus is calling timeouts with a minute 25 for, to go so we we would have Time to be able to try to to mount an assault on the end zone, and we don't even have anybody in the end zone. I mean, you, it's incompetent. All right, Josh out in Joliet. You're up next here with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, this question is for Dan Hampton. What do you guys think about Kevin Warren replacing Ted Phillips? Because it looks like we may have to have everything redone again. Well, obviously um, – there's lots of uh, speculation about that. Ted Phillips is, has has not been effective. You know, we just what was it? Seventy nine years. We've got two world championships. That's I mean, that's, that's beyond you know right. incompetent. Exactly. All that being said, um, yes, yes. Uh, obviously, he has a a, a great bit of uh, experience and he's got a pedigree he's a big 10 commissioner but he was with the minnesota vikings when they built that new you know luxurious stadium and i think that's his main you know uh trump card that he would bring in that he was able to you know to make the things happen so yeah yeah and 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 again back to you know the, the the fact that everybody wants to blame the McCaskies. They own the team, okay, but they're not football people. You they grew up around it, but they're not football people. And they don't know what they don't know. And unfortunately, they've made bad decisions on people they thought knew something, and they didn't. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what I do, Dan? And some people may not like this, but I'll tell you what. Mark Murphy, Green Bay Packers. Yep, I, I mean, Green Bay Packers. He's the one. He yeah. runs it, folks. Yeah, and he has been there since his playing days, and he was a hell of a safety. And I'll tell you what, I would make a strong move to get Mark Murphy here to straighten the Chicago Bears out because we need desperate help up in that front part of our of the Chicago Bears. We really do. I don't think it's a mystery. Well, and, and here's here's the thing that really bothers me is Eberflus came in spouting off about accountability we've got the worst passing offense in the and what when was the last time anybody was this i mean henry and we just played a team that has the worst defense folks and we come up with and we throw 30 yards of passing in four quarters and the team we played again today is the worst defense the detroit lions ranked 32nd in total defense and we pass for 30 yards and we get blown out come on yeah, accountability. What happened to that? Back to the phones we go. We go to John in Rolling Meadows. John, you are up with Hampton OB. Go ahead. Hello, John. John, are you there? All right, we'll get back to John. We'll put him on hold and see if he's uh, okay. if he's there. I think he was uh, more upset about the loss than we uh, first imagined. Hampton OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We'll get to a timeout here and then get back to the phones at 312-981-7200. Hey, folks, he's back. Longtime sponsor, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic is Vuk. back. For all your auto, home, and business needs, contact Vuk, Vuk. at jeffvuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. 
late into the game, we kept Justin in there, you know, because we want to get the game experience. You can't, you can't really get that anywhere else, you know. And uh, so that's why we decided as a staff, we decided as, you know, you know, working with Justin, he said, man, I, I want to be in there. Credit to him. He's like, man, coach, I'm still going out there. I want to be able to operate. And uh, in his toughness and his grit, he wants to go out there and compete. And uh, so that's what we did. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The head coach, Matt Eberflus, explaining why Justin Fields was still out there late in the game in a kind of a blowout situation. Yeah, well, why didn't you put him in a position to succeed? Yeah. Okay? Why don't you try answering that question? Yeah, he answered some questions today, and apparently he uh, was a little short with some of his answers. I don't know if it was uh, just, you know, not wanting to answer things or just uh, finally showing a little frustration from uh, from a bad loss. Well, this one, this one will leave a bad smell on you. Let's yes, get back will. to the call. All right, let's go back to John. John, you are up with Happen OB. John at Rolling Meadows. Go ahead. How you doing, guys? Uh, just irritated. We play, It's a 60-minute game, and we play, we play three minutes and 37 minutes. It's, it's disgusting. Disgusting that we only can play three minutes in this game. Sorry. All well, good, John. Thanks for the call. No, yeah, John, you're, you're all right. No need to apologize. No, no need to apologize. You <laughs> know, no, nobody has to apologize to anybody on any, <laughs> anyway on this on this show today. I can tell you that from what we just saw. Are you kidding me? It was incompetence at every position, on every level, on all three phases of the game. All right, well our, said, Dad. our BBB trusted review is brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB. Dot org. Let's review some more phone calls, shall we? Uh, let's get out to uh, Grace Lake and welcome in Judy. Judy, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hi there, guys. Um, thank you so much for doing this after every game. After next week, my my day, my, my until next year, there's going to be a void, an absolute void in my life from not being able to listen to you, too. <laughs> Huh. Well, thank you so much, wonder, there. Are you both taking your blood pressure medications before going on here? <laughs> That's one of my responsibilities, yeah. to make sure they do, yes, before the, before the post-game <laughs> show. Okay. You know what this team, too, is missing? Common sense and creativity. And, you, you know, you start to learn that when you're in middle school playing football. Um, just an opinion, but I have a funny story. We celebrate both holidays during the year. So last week, the game was going to be on Saturday. So Friday night, put orange and blue candles on the menorah and the white for, let's just call him the coach. The orange and blue would not light, and the white went down in flames within 30 seconds. <laughs> well, so, they couldn't get it to I light today either. <laughs> you know, um, I think God was telling and me or anybody, don't bet on this game. <laughs> but, um, no, just want to let you know you're both very appreciated and going to miss you like crazy. Well, happy new year and a healthy one to you and your loved one, Judy. 
Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Judy. Dear. We appreciate the call. 312-981-7200. Real, real quick, yeah. common sense and creativity. What We're talking about throwing the ball into the end zone, running the receiver. I mean, it, they didn't even try. It, uh, that's that's against common sense. Nobody even went into the end and zone. And creativity. We're, we're talking about an offense that needs to learn to take small bites, small steps, slants, you know, uh, uh, seven yard outs, things like that. And, 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 and it's, 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 it's a grab bag of nonsense. It's terrible. And I don't remember the last time there was a concerted effort to make sure that David Montgomery or Khalil Herbert were actually part of the passing game too. We, we talk about it all the time. Talk, the real route. And guess what? Both of them can catch the ball. Yeah. They're more than qualified. Right. And, and, and that's part of being creative. And we have zero. Zero. All right. Preston out in Frankfurt. You're up next with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Preston. Uh, from champs to chumps, I believe the fans take this worse than the players. How do you motivate multimillionaires at the end of this game? The Bear players are all smiles. I'll give the ball to you. All right, I, I just looked up. I seen Cole Komet, you know, jiving around and laughing with the reporter after the game. I, I, I'd want to stick a knife in somebody. I, I wouldn't talk. I mean, I, it, and it has to matter. It has to matter. And that is the core of the team that you have to identify, cultivate, and allow it to police. I, I'm watching, you know, a lot of these uh, defensive backs, you know, we're talking about effort and intensity. And, all, and when there's a play away, they're jogging. The defensive line, they're kind of like jogging, you know, when the, the running back's still running and, you know, trying to dodge, and they're jogging. We would self-police. We would mock each other. We would indict each other in the film room. Nobody, but nobody would be safe. Nobody. And that is how you get a team that creates the, this the, like self-awareness where nobody will loaf. I'm watching the 49ers. They fly around on defense, man. They are. It's, it's very impressive, and they've got it. We need to find it. 312-981-7200. A couple of uh, moments left here with the fans. Let's get back out to them, and let's get to Paul in Gray's Lake. You're up with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Paul. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was just watching uh, the way uh, they're handling their quarterback situation, and he's running all the time. Kind of reminding me of the Abe Gibran, uh, Bobby Douglas days, but those guys won more games. Uh, I'll hang up and listen to your comments. All right. Thanks, Paul. Well, I can tell you, I, uh, Paul. I yeah, I mean that was an absolute that was an absolute mess. Uh, Abe came in, and uh, you know he was he got very close to George Hallis when he was an assistant, and and then when they got rid of Dooley, and then Abe became the head coach, and and he he just he took it absolutely nowhere. You know he had took it absolutely nowhere, uh, and and this is what I'm looking at now. We're looking at this right now, Paul. Where where are you going to – let me tell you something. This was the 16th game, okay, of a new coaching staff who's supposed to be in here, show off fire, knowledge, a new beginning, a new everything with a franchise quarterback, and all the pluses and arrows were looking up. After 16 games, look at where we are. Now, who put us here? The 53 players? Was it the coach? Or was it the entire coaching staff? Who put us here? Who put us in this spot where we've only won three games? And today was beyond a laugher. Beyond. 
We did not show up. The coaching staff did not show up. We've got one more game left. How is this going to be corrected? How? All right, up next is Bob and Kerry. Go ahead, Bob. You're on with Hampton OB. Oh, hi, guys. Uh, Happy New Year. It's been about four weeks since they called in. Um, I've been watching the Bears and been a Bears fan for over 50 years. This has got to be one of the worst years uh, that I can remember in a long time. I agree. Um, my, my view is I'm not sold on this coaching. The coach and the coaching staff, um, they're going to need to prove something to the fans if they're going to keep them next year. Uh, but I'm not sold on them. I agree with just trashing everything and starting over and getting some football minds in as a general manager and the coaching. And you have to learn how to draft and motivate these players. Um, I'm just upset. You know, I, uh, I, as an amateur player of sports, I used to break things after losing games, and I wasn't even getting paid to play. But that's how, how aggressive I was. And, and I want to see the Bears get back to that. And I wanted to see what your comments are. All right, Bob. Thank I, you. I thank well, you. Thank you for your, uh, being there for me because this is like uh, a stress reliever to have you guys doing this show. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Bob, after, after the, we've got one more week to go, okay? And there's got to be some serious come-to-Jesus meetings. And I'm talking with the McCaskies and with the general manager and every one of these coaches, the head coach, offensive, defensive coordinator, and every one of the position coaches, okay? You talk about unacceptable. This is, this. I mean, I, I don't remember this situation. As bad as they look today, I don't recall a team being this poorly coached or the effort by the players wasn't there. It looked like a total destruction to me. Now, you got one game left, players and coaches. Make it count. Make it count, because I'll tell you what, if we cut, if you guys stick this place up again next week at home, at home against the Vikings, I guarantee you, you're all going to be gone. I will guarantee it. All right, John, you're up next here. John, we've got about a minute left. Go ahead with Hampton OB. Okay. I don't know who anointed him the franchise quarterback, but I remember Justin Fields as a guy that couldn't even move the ball against Clemson when he had the second-best team in college football. So what they see, I don't see. He's a good runner, but he's not an NFL quarterback. 8-8 eight and eight is what, uh, was what uh, McMichael used to say, and that's what we got, an 8-8 eight and eight quarterback here. John, thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right. I can't argue with them. Well, and again, with the coaching staff and the the, the play calling and the uh, assorted players around, yeah, eight and eight would be a major victory for well, him. Well, the other thing, if you just look around the league in the last one year, two years, three, or max four years, all these young quarterbacks that are playing today in the league, folks, if you get some time, take a look. Take a look at their record. Take a look where they stand where they stand in ratings and passing, et cetera, et cetera. Tell you, there's a big difference. A big difference. 
All right, guys, hard to believe, but uh, two hours again just fly on by as they do every Sunday for us here on the postgame show. I tell you what, everybody have a healthy 23. We're going nowhere without it. Yeah, we are still awaiting for the league to let us know exactly when the Bears are playing next week. It could be Saturday. It could be Sunday. So uh, whatever day it is, it's going to be at noon, and we'll be on with you at 11 a.m. and listen to WGM. We'll... I don't think the league cares. <laughs> I think they're going to put us on Tuesday, maybe, if that's the case. <laughs> So uh, we'll talk to you again next weekend at some point at 11 a.m. for the Happen OB Show, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Big thanks to all our callers. Thanks to Sammy Martino and Ben Anderson behind the glass as well. And thanks to you for listening.